1: And welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and we're continuing our recording of the show on site in Amherst, Ohio at St. Joseph Rectory with Father Michael Dank. Welcome, Father. Thank you. Thanks for coming all the way to Amherst. So we're continuing our discussion on the uh, sacraments of communion and mission from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, and today we're going to talk about the sacrament of marriage. In question 260 of the UCAT asks, why did God dispose man and woman for each other? So I think with all sacraments, we re- it's good to remember what the purpose of
2: sacraments are. And the, and the purpose of sacraments is that God wants to reveal himself to us, make his love known to us right here on earth. So he wants to use matter and form to reveal his love to us. And in the sacrament of marriage, the matter that he's using is man and woman so he's using our flesh our actual bodies our uh, um, personalities man and woman and revealing something to himself about this so why did God dispose man and woman for each other well it's a good thing he did uh, some would say it's a bad thing he did but it's a good thing that he did because it, it there's a, a built-in attraction that we have towards um, someone of the opposite sex That there's something uh, mysterious and unknown about about that 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 automatically attracts us to them, that makes us want to know that mystery. So the UCAT says, God disposed man and woman for each other so that they might no longer be two but one. So we're disposed naturally to have this longing and this want uh, to have the two of us become one. You know, as one author uh, said it once, the word sex actually means, um, it comes from the Latin "secare," which means to cut off. You know, so by our sexes, we're actually cut off we we experience this this being cut off from god we're sexed and man by himself is incomplete and woman by herself is incomplete and it's only when the when the two natures come together as one that we experience this union here on earth so in the sacrament of marriage this brings about this loving fruitful um intimacy and it becomes an overflowing love, not only between the two, but, but you know, ultimately in children as well.
1: I love to share the fact that my wife and I have been married for 37 years, and we not only love each other, but we actually like each other. That's always helpful. <laughs> so, in other words, because we've been, we've been together a long time. We met when I was 16 and she was 17. What first attracted you to her? Do she had the that? most beautiful red hair. Uh it was like three and a half feet long and I'd never seen nothing like it. Yeah. And it was actually on a weekend at camp Christopher in Akron. Oh yeah. She was the only, all her friends were Catholic. She was the only non-Catholic. And the funny thing is all of her friends told her to stay away from me. Really? And I don't know why, because well, there must've been something about you. Did did she, (laughs) did she ever, I was not shy. Uh Okay. Let's put it that way. I wasn't shy, but, uh, it, it was interesting because uh they brought her on this weekend it was like it was similar to search yeah where you know you went through a series of exercises and again to discover your relationship with god and so forth and uh that red hair i'm telling you, and then she had the prettiest blue eyes and the cutest smile and it was like wow mm-hmm. it was love at first sight and uh so
2: god disposed you for oh her oh my gosh
1: <laughs> did he ever and i was only 16 i'm yeah. glad he did it to me at such a young age and i was ready for it I told her on our second date that we were going to get married, and we did. We've wow, been together ever since, beautiful. and it's, it's been awesome. We have three kids, one grandson, and I thank God every day for that because uh, other than my faith in Christ itself, she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And, yeah. and together, we, you know, we go to Mass together, we pray together. Uh, it's just been an awesome. It's, she's my best friend. That's why. And like I say, she's still she's known me all these years and she still likes me. So that's yeah, and, saying something.
2: Well you mentioned baptism, so ultimately our first call, our primary call is to love God with all our whole heart, mind and soul. And baptism is the sacrament. Um that is that's that's our, our first call is our call to call to holiness. And then within that call, we have a call to either religious life, to uh priesthood, to Single life or to marriage, and so that's what we're talking about today is that that secondary call to marriage so marriage you're your are being married is doing something for the salvation of the world, so the love that you two show each other helps us to realize that God loves us through good times and a bad through sickness and health and 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 that he loves for some reason God finds us attractive. He can't get enough of us. You know, And so your marriage is revealing to us something about the nature of God through the sacrament.
1: Well, I think all of us want to be liked, and we all want to be loved. And God's no different. He mm-hmm. wants us to love him back, but of our own free will, not because we have to or right, we should, yeah. but because we really, we really like him and we really love him. And- yeah, and
2: obviously, I think just as much as you were first attracted to your wife, there's something in, in us that we have these first attractions to God, you know maybe there's uh, an experience that you had where you first felt like wow this uh, there's something I really love about God and the truth is there's something he really loves about you there's something unique about you that uh, he can't get enough of you know he created you in his own image and likeness and uh, i was listening to an interview recently with with mike tyson I, I love mike tyson i know um you know he's he's very human and uh but he said he said and this is a bad line but he said if god created us in image if god created us in his own image and likeness he's a fool <laughs> you know but really <laughs> He, he, I look at Mike Tyson. You can't help. I I mean, I love the guy. I just think he, I know he's done some bad things, but there's something so innocent about him, so honest about him, so truthful about him. And God loves him and his uniqueness. And he's very unique. And Tim, God loves you and your uniqueness. And he loves me and my uniqueness. And, you know, I think what marriage shows us is that there's some, something to be said for this attraction, especially between a man and a woman that there's something about this otherness you know you love you you were first attracted to your wife because of her long uh, 4 foot beautiful red flowing hair of which you don't have you know what i mean yeah. there is something different about to. her i used to i <laughs> used to have 4, hair. four foot 4, four Not foot four long foot, red but a little more hair <laughs> No, than but there's I got something now. you know th- about the other Especially the other sex that is so appealing and attractive to us that we find to be so mysterious and that we're incomplete without.
1: That's a, that's a good point. I guess I never thought of God loving me and 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 loving things about me that yeah. he finds very attractive. That no one else
2: has. You know qualities about you that that only you have. That I'm thinking my singing voice, my golf swing. <laughs> I have. He loves it all, things. actually. <laughs> You know, one of my favorite lines about singing in church is, God gave you that voice, so he deserves to hear it.
1: (laughs) Good or bad, right? Good or bad, right, yeah. Question 261 of the UCAT asks, how does the sacrament of matrimony come about? So
2: as with all sacraments, um, you know, as we as we've mentioned before, there's a there's matter and form. So the matter of the sacrament is is the man and woman and the form is is the two of them coming together and making those vows of loving each other through good times and bad sickness and, and health. So the UCAT says that the sacrament of matrimony comes about through a promise made by a man and a woman before God and the church. So it's a promise that they make and notice it's before God and with within the church. And that's accepted and confirmed by God and consummated by the bodily union of the couple. So the sacrament happens not only by the vows that they make in church, but by their union that they will make, the the coming together as husband and wife in that that nuptial union. That is the, the completeness of the sacrament. And because God himself forms the bond of sacramental marriage, it's binding until death of one of the partners. So this is one of those things that's so difficult for us to understand in our consumer mentality is, you know, you kind of use something until you get sick of it and you throw it away or, you know, then the new iPhone comes out and you get that. Um, well, marriage is something that is for life. You know, that, that God, um, when, when God joins something together, when God makes a covenant, um, it's for life. And that's something that only God can fulfill. You know, we are unfaithful, we just we are we have we're such a vulnerability to be unfaithful, and it 's shown throughout all of our church you know that all of the Old Testament too that we are a people that constantly turn back and away from God, we constantly form idols we 're constantly unfaithful, but God is faithful, you know he 's always he makes a covenant with us that will never go unbroken now, marriage is supposed to reveal that to us in today 's world that this husband and wife are making a promise before God to love each other through good times and in bad all the days of their married life, that no matter what, they're going to be faithful to each other. And if they are and do, then they reveal to us something about God's fidelity to us, that God doesn't give up on us.
1: Isn't that kind of like the, the relationship or the correlation of Jesus and the Eucharist and him giving us himself in the eucharist totally similar to a man and a woman giving themselves right yeah just as a man you know gives himself
2: to his wife and the wife receives him we have that same experience in in, in the eucharist that jesus gives us his very body he pours it out before us and and all we do is receive you know we we take it and receive it and actually as as people of god we get to just experience and feel his love his self-gift all we got to do is take it in and uh, the wonderful thing is, and what, what marriage shows us, is he doesn't get sick of us. You know, He doesn't stop giving himself to us. He gives himself to us over and over and over, day in and day out, Sunday after Sunday, constantly just wanting to pour his love out into us.
1: Like Father uh, Joe Labick, our, our parish priest at Sacred Heart in Wadsworth, he says, God loves you more than you can even imagine. Yeah. We can't even imagine. Fathom it. Our, it, it's beyond our ability to comprehend. How much god loves us and like you just said he constantly over and over day after day gives himself to us
2: and i think you know if you think about that in a good marriage you know uh, uh, truly where people are really living out the sacrament and we're, we're capable of entering into a good marriage uh tertullian who is one of the early church fathers said that how can i ever express the happiness of a marriage joined by the church how wonderful the bond between two believers Now one in hope, one in desire, one in discipline, one in the same service, undivided in spirit and flesh. Truly, two in one flesh. Where the flesh is one, one also is the spirit. You know, so you think about that same beauty, you know, how much God loves us. But if you think about a married couple that loves each other so much that the two of them become one and um, that their whole lives become this mission of doing it together, you know, of, of being in it together.
1: And true to the fact that we're made in the image and likeness of God, when the man and woman does come together, it produces a new life. Yeah, so so new life is brought about just like in the Trinity. That's when always they- you know
2: the the God is a God of life. I, I came that they might have life and have it in abundance. You know, so when when couples come together in marriage and in in, in the nuptial union and that the great mystery and the possibility that a child could come from that I just think is so um, you know I think today we, we try to um manipulate that a lot but if we tr- allow it to to truly be what it was intended to be is is, is free total faithful and ultimately fruitful that a new cre- a, a new person can be brought into the world through this love of husband and wife
1: awesome you've been listening to the father Michael Dank And this has been Tim Perry, your host on Faith with Father. Until next time, may God richly bless you. Bye for now.
0: This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.